Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's the Tad Drex and Kara podcast. Highlights from our show from November 2nd, 2023. Coming up on the panic button. What's the saying? What's mine is yours and what's yours is yours no, my, my money is your money and your money is my is money is also my money sarah's husband made fun of her when she had just a hobby but now that she's starting to turn a profit he wants to get his filthy hands mm-hmm. on that mm-hmm. money likely story uh-huh. and forgive and forget we're going to find out what would possess a man to call his wife's boss unless it was an emergency his chromosomes XY chromosome. Needs forgiveness on forgive and forget. But first up, what's going on, Kara? Uh, Tell me that you're fat without telling me that you're fat. (laughs) Or better yet, tell me that someone called you fat without coming out and calling you fat. Oh, no. My best friend of over 20 years did a pop-up by my house yesterday. I haven't seen her in a couple of months. She didn't call? She just didn't popped call, in? Didn't call, just popped up. No. And you know, with a baby, like, that's danger. Yeah. I wasn't feeling well yesterday when I left work, so I went home with a major migraine. The baby was asleep. Thank God my husband is an angel and had the baby asleep. I just needed to get a bite to eat and take some medicine and go lay down. Mm. Well, of course, ding dong, nobody ever rings the doorbell at my house. It's actually inappropriate at this point to ring somebody's bell. Well, but it used to be so cool. Like when someone would stop over, you'd get all excited. Used to be. Now it's like hide. Well, I was like, oh gosh, it's probably the next door neighbor's son who kicks his soccer ball into our backyard all the time and wants to make sure it's safe to go back there and get it so the dog doesn't. Right, right, right. So obviously it was not next door neighbor. It was my best friend, Jamie, who I hadn't seen in months. I know Jamie. You know Jamie. Drex, you know know Jamie. Jamie. So we're trying to kind of catch up. And then all of a sudden she's like, you need to be on Ozempic. Have you tried Ozempic? Have your doctor recommended that you be on Ozempic? I swear she said that I needed to be Ozempic 500 times Mm. in like four and a half minutes. And you took that as... Yeah. She well, thinks you're fat. What is, yeah. what is Ozempic? She's not worried well, it's about the actually, diabetes. No, it's a diabetes drug, but right. it's being used for weight, weight loss. loss. Yeah. A lot. I mean, there's a bunch of... She's like, Hollywood's doing it. They wouldn't be doing it if it's not safe. And I'm like, are you kidding me? They wouldn't be doing it if it's not safe? Yeah. One, I'm still nursing a child. Right. Two, yeah. that child was cut out of my body and was nine and a half pounds. Things have just not gone back to the way <laughs> they used to be. Yeah. And I met Jamie as a young, thin model in my 20s. So, yeah, no, I'm not looking like that anymore, girl. Like, does, I'm sorry. Does Jamie have children? No, she doesn't. So, yeah, she kind of doesn't know... The, and the she's, process. you know, tiny herself and still works with all of these models and, mm-hmm. and everything. So I'm like, look, it's just not, that's not in the plan for me, homie. But thanks for calling uh, me fat. Yeah, that's the thing that stinks is that, you know, this is your best friend. Yeah. And so you guys probably have shared a lot of stuff and she maybe felt like that was a safe space to be able to be like, mm-hmm. you need to be on Ozempic. But... I guess, but like, you're not a doctor, yeah. one, and... 
Hell no, too. You also like, have feelings. Like, yeah. you're already, and this is, I mean, it's hard. My wife's had two kids, and I've, you know, I've been there for it. You know, it's like. It's rough. Like, it's hard for the, for the man, really, especially. Oh, I'm sure, but it's we even harder for the woman who's been used to this one body for so long, and then you've created a life and brought it into the world, and then you're stuck with this other body, and you're like, who is this person? Yeah. And, you know, you are always naturally thin yes. through your whole life, so to be suddenly hit with all of this, with the baby on top of that, like, yes. give yourself some well, time if you even care and that's what yeah. everybody has said like give yourself grace give yourself grace you know all of this has happened and the you brought a life into will, this world you'll lose enough weight just from breastfeeding yeah and i'm like okay 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 all right okay so it's been a year and i'm still not any thinner than the day i walked home from the hospital but i don't need my best friend coming over and beating me over the head telling me that i need to be on ozempic i mean we we do eat donuts in here a lot, Kara. We too. do. Let's not, you know. Listen, let's not I eat my young. feelings. Yeah, okay. hey, I do too. It's cool. Let's keep eating them. <laughs> <laughs> There's something we're supposed to be doing for our health, mm-hmm. but few people do it, and those who do it probably don't do it properly. Can you guess? Go to the doctor. Or the obvious one would be, I guess, exercise, flossing. Flossing your teeth. Flossing. I know. You're you're batting your eyes like, excuse me, what? Flossing? Well, the <sighs> dentist tells you to floss. Right. Uh, but I think they, they tell you to floss a lot in hopes that you do it at least once a week. You know <laughs> what I mean? They try and set a high expectation. You're supposed to do it once a day. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to go each tooth below the gum line. Uh-huh. All that. I'm learning the hard way because I thought you go to the dentist every six months and have your teeth professionally mm-hmm. clean. Right. Why would you have to? Like, that should be good. Like, they should, that should, right, be, yeah. that should ha- cover it, right? And I keep going back. Every time I go to the dentist now, they're like, oh, you have to come back, get Novocaine, and have your teeth deep clean because it's going below what? the bone. Now they're talking about having a periodontist come in because there's bone loss. All of this from oh, not flossing. From not flossing. And those deep cleans, I mean, even just getting your teeth clean anymore. You know how back in the day they used to have like these little picks and they would go in there and they yeah. maybe would scrape your teeth? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That was fine. I'm all for technology advancing, but the new way of doing it with that, whatever that machine is, it sounds like a drill. It feels yeah. like a drill. It makes the horrible oh, don't drill uh-uh. Uh-uh. sound uh-uh. Uh-uh. like uh-uh. a drill. And here's my serious question. Are dentures so bad? <laughs> Do you know? Because this is a lot of money and a lot of hassle. And I'm just wondering, Grandma Irene used to wear dentures. You'd see them in the little glass next mm-hmm. to I have not heard about dentures from anybody in forever. Are we taking too good care of our teeth that dentists aren't even offering? And because it's a bad business plan for the dentist. You get dentures. You're you don't not going to go to the dentist right, anymore. Exactly, That's yeah. right. Look, I've even thought, like, because uh, I want to know, like, have, and if anybody's got dentures or is willing to, like, share this with me, or what are they doing now? 404-741-0985. Are they screwing the teeth into your, like, there must oh, have been advances. Man. I think it depends. Like, my dad has dentures, and he oh. has serious bone loss, so they couldn't put the screws and stuff in there to make them permanent. He has the ones that you take out and, like, his he's had a miser it's very expensive and he's had a miserable experience like the dentures don't fit 
And so then you, he puts them so in, the and they're as it ever weird, was. and he whistles when he talks. You can tell, <laughs> yeah, like, Nancy Pelosi and some of, of the other, like, yeah. people that are so old that wear their dentures that have that little lish kind of thing. <laughs> Tad, what about, like, uh, you know, I, I think about just, you know, nobody wants to sit in front of a mirror for 45 minutes and floss, right? But what about getting those little those little pickers? No, Picksters. not good enough. They say not good enough. I have a water pick. Yeah. Not good enough. They what? say you could use the water pick. I said to the lady at the dentist office, I was like, you know, I have a full-time job. Like, I have other things to do <laughs> yeah. in my day than just floss my teeth. It is, like, super important because there is a collaboration between your gum health and your heart health. Yeah. So, like, it's yeah. it's important that we do. I know ever oh, okay, floss, blah, 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 but it is important. So my only other option that I'm thinking is, is I might just commit to tossing everything in a blender. Like I've got a nice Vitamix I've had for years. Do you know that go on liquid diet? Like you had your jaw wired shut or something? Hear me out. That bite of steak that's got just enough caramelized onions on it, maybe a little dab of sweet, buttery, sweet potato. You know that bite Mm -hmm. I'm talking about? Maybe Mm -hmm. you're into the A1, just a little bit. Why not just toss it all into the blender and let the blender do the work for you? So it's interesting. We start out as babies eating pureed food. Yeah. And then and as then we, we get older, up. we just do it again. <laughs> yeah. The steak smoothie. <laughs> Wrap your head around that. Kill about me that. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Giving you the stuff you need so you can start your crazy day. Tad Drex and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunshine upper 50s today. Looking ahead, like toward the weekend, we start to get back into the 70s, back to normal. Order will be restored. (laughs) 37 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? If you've been wondering why it's taken forever to get your DoorDash orders lately, I'll tell you what you're doing wrong in just a minute. But Mean Girls fans... There was talk of a big reunion not too long ago, and I think most people thought they were getting the crew back together for a Super Bowl commercial. Mm -hmm. It was a commercial, but not for the Super Bowl. It was actually for Walmart and their Black Friday sales. It dropped yesterday. We see Lindsay Lohan's Katie back as a guidance counselor. Karen is still the reliable weather girl, and Gretchen is now the cool stage mom. Here's a little clip. At North Shore, some things never change. On Wednesdays, we still wear pink. But now, we shop Walmart Black Friday deals. (laughs) Buckle up. Karen Smith here with the weather. There's a 30% chance it's already Wednesday. Even as the guidance counselor, I was still getting schooled. Gruel. Huh? What's gruel? It's nothing. It's really, really cute. Was there a holdout, though? Somebody did not participate. Yes. Uh, Rachel McAdams, who plays Regina George, was noticeably absent. They offered it to all four girls to come back. Rachel wasn't interested. She says there's no bad blood or anything there. She just didn't want to do it. I don't but think maybe she doesn't want to represent Walmart. That's potentially yeah, I, mean, I mean but she's had a history of just kind of like she i think she took a two-year break from acting yeah. has turned down some phenomenal roles mm-hmm. like yeah. during that time and i think was quoted as saying like i never knew when i was like going to acting school and when i was honing my craft that all that fame like what the fame was all about which oh, is that's interesting there are certain people who are celebrities okay. who can't complain about being celebrities because they really don't aren't talented. Mm. But like, I feel bad for actors because there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears go right. into that. When you become famous, you're allowed to have your privacy. 
I guess. Well, I don't understand that. <laughs> Meghan Markle is an example of somebody that can't complain about being famous because she married into a famous family right. that was she famous already. Well, yeah. It was hounded by the paparazzi. Like, do your you research, You knew what you were sweetie. getting into it, there. Yeah, yeah, and you let cameras in for documentaries and podcasts. Like, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. But being famous has got to be the greatest thing in the world. It is hard to feel bad for actors and actresses. That's just me. If you want to see the full Walmart commercial, I'll make sure that it's up on the Tad Drex and Kara Facebook page for you. It's really good. Love it. Now, when you're hungry and you don't have the time or the groceries to cook something up, most of us turn to DoorDash. It was super clutch during the pandemic and kept most restaurants afloat mm-hmm. for a while. But if you've noticed that recently it's been taking longer and longer to get your delivery, it's probably because you're not doing something. You're not tipping your drivers. I guess the dashers can pick and choose which orders they want to do. So when there's no tip, they choose to take orders that are tipping. Hold on. Mm. They see whether or not they've been tipped before they pick up the order? Yes. See, that's that's, that's that's not right. No, because like the way Uber works, the way Uber is successful is the driver doesn't know where you're going until you get in the car. Right. Because if they if they saw oh you live in coming, you want to go to the airport at seven thirty in the morning, not taking that ride. The drivers only get between two and ten dollars from the company itself, yeah. depending on how far they have to drive to make that delivery. And they do get to keep a hundred percent of their tips. So I can see why drivers are like, Oh, I'm not gonna get tipped for that. Okay. How many billions of dollars is DoorDash making? Like Uber. They don't own a car. They're making billions of dollars. Pay, Pay your, your drivers. Employees. Yeah, one hundred percent. She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Pam and Covington, good morning. Hey, good morning. Can you kick our pop culture princess out of the studio? Hey, why don't you go get a latte this morning? Oh, Take some time. I think oh, I will. <laughs> good luck, Pam. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Let you know we're brought to you by R.S. Andrews, heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical. I'm going to ask you five trivia questions while Kara gets that latte. I'll bring Kara back in, ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she pays you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, Pam. Question one, DiGiorno's releasing a Thanksgiving pizza. Ha! <laughs> Fill in the blank. It's not. It's DiGiorno. It's not turkey. <laughs> Question two, Kim Kardashian. Revealed her oldest daughter prefers to stay at Kanye's house. What's that daughter's name? Man. Um, Kim and Kanye's first kid. Kim Ye. Kim Ye. Number three, Britney Spears' new memoir is sold over a million copies in its first week. Britney had two kids with which husband? Kevin Federline. Number four, CEO of Levi says you can shower with your jeans on to get them clean. What was the model of the original Levi's, the model number? Five Number five, best. actor played Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off is okay after crashing his car into a pizza shop yesterday. What oh, Italian sports car did he steal and then crash from his dad in the movie? <laughs> that was a good one, a Ferrari. All right, bringing Kara back in. All right, so we started a little shaky, but then you came in strong at the end, Pam. We'll see what happens. You struggled with the easy questions and nailed the hard questions. Uh (laughs) Kara, let's see if it's the opposite for you. Question number one, fill in the blank. It's not. It's DiGiorno. 
it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Pam said it's not turkey, it's DiGiorno. Okay. Well, I thought it was a pun on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I know. Did you have that Thanksgiving pizza? To Kim Kardashian's oldest daughter's name? North. Uh, Pam said Kim Ye, which would have been a good guess. They're both narcissists, but it was wrong. <laughs> two to nothing. Number three, Britney Spears had two kids with which husband? Kevin Federline. Got Pam on the board there, three to two. Number three, what was the model number of the original Levi's? They were the 501s. Pam said they were oh, the best jeans. All right. They were the best. Four to two. Number five, Cameron, Ferris Bueller's day off. He stole what Italian sports car from his dad? Ooh, the Ferrari. All right, oh, Pam head. got it right as well. Ooh. Clean sweep, five to three. Pam and Covington, are you smarter than Kara? No, I'm not. All right, Kara, your new record, 1,610 wins, just 50 losses. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, sorry, Pam. Okay, well, at least I'm going to Creed, right? Oh, we couldn't tell that that's all you were playing for. <laughs> um, <laughs> tickets to see him September 25th, the Maris Bank Amphitheater. Tickets go on sale Friday, 10 a.m., LiveNation.com. You are all set. Alrighty, that's awesome. Thanks, y'all. I could have used that. <laughs> Hang on one second. We play twice every weekday morning at 635 and 735 on B98.5. Like what you're hearing? You can subscribe to Tad, Drex, and Kara on demand and never miss a moment. Tad, Drex, and Kara. Weekday mornings from 5 to 10 on B98.5. There's only one way to deal with your crazy crisis. Do not panic! Do not panic! It's time to hit Tad, Drex, and Kara's panic button on B98.5. All right, panic button is where we solve the unsolvable. You don't know where else to turn. You can turn your problems over to the brilliant people in our audience. We'll all come together as a community and help you out. And uh, Sarah, what's up? Hey, guys, I got to hit the panic button. What's going on? So I had plenty of free time after the kids left home to become more independent. So I turned my sewing into a business. You say sewing? Yeah. You turned sewing into a business? Are you confused? No, I'm just wondering, like, what are you doing? Are you hemming pants? Is this like a Craig Conover sewing down south making pillows situation? It's a little bit of everything, honestly, especially Halloween is a really big time because people want custom-made costumes. Well, good for you. That's great. So what's the issue? The issue is my husband, when I first started, just made a laughing stock of me. He started calling me grandma or granny, and he was teasing me. And it was, honestly, it was unbearable. But I ignored him, and I kept on doing what I was doing. That's so unkind. But then I actually opened an online store. Oh. And, yeah. As soon as the cash starts rolling in, his tune changed, didn't it? Exactly. <laughs> because yeah. in the first month, I made over $300 in profit. Mm. Nice. And then my husband started saying that I should use the money for my sewing business to pay our expenses. He thinks the money that you make should be used to pay bills, mortgage, things like that. I told him to leave me alone because he wanted nothing to do with my sewing hobby mm -hmm. or business when I started it. And made fun of you for it, too. Right. And he's not doing anything. You're doing everything for the sewing business. Right. Does he have a job? He does. And where does his money go? Well, he's always been the breadwinner. He mocked me for my sewing. He doubted my potential. And I do all the work. So why would he expect profit from all of my work? Yeah, I mean, especially if the expectation was set early on in your marriage, because you said the kids have gone. So you guys have probably gone through some years now. The expectation was he, he went to work. He paid the bills. That's how it always was. Now you get your job. And this is kind of like your fun money. Right. 
Not on board, Dad. We will uh, turn this over to our audience and uh, get some advice for you. You're wondering whether or not you should hold ground and insist that the profits you make from your sewing business, that's your money. The money that he makes is the house money. Do I get that right? I'll give up sewing before I give up any of my profit. (laughs) Well, I have an opinion, but I want to see what you think first. (laughs) At 404-741-0985. I don't even think I need to tell you what my opinion is because it seems pretty obvious. You can call (laughs) or text 404-741-0985. Should Sarah be contributing to the house account now that she's making Mm -hmm. some money? Or should her husband pay the ultimate penalty for being a naysayer and making fun of her business? Haley in uh, Noonan, what do you think? I think she needs to realize he has paid these bills for who knows how long. And she needs to understand that she needs to be getting some too. This isn't play money. Like, you're finally making a profit. You're finally actually working. Pay some bills. Yeah, but but side hustle money and career job money are two separate things. I get that it's a side hustle, but if you're not contributing financially, then yes, some of that should be going to the house bills. Let's be clear. The only way you can have a side hustle is if you have a hustle. She has no other hustle. So this is her job. This is what she's doing for a living. His money, as Haley is saying, 100% of his money has been going into this account, paying the bills, paying the mortgage. Now that she's making money, that's play money from a side hustle? Well, it's because 100% of his money is paying the bills because 100% of her time has been taking care of the household. Kids kids, in the house, yeah. yeah. Great, but what about, like I said, the wide two? also work, also take care of the kids, and also take care of the house, they still contribute. Yeah, and let me get this straight from you guys. Mm -hmm. So you're saying because she made this sacrifice, and believe me, like being a stay-home mom should be a $200,000 a year job at the very least because it's out of control. She made that big contribution to the family while he was working and and Mm -hmm. paying the bills, right? That's how it was separated. So is she retired now? Is that like now that the kids have left the house, She's done. Like she's 35, 40 years old, finished. Well, I mean, I don't think it's necessarily retired because you're always a mom. You're always taking care of the house. You're always taking care of the kids. It may not be the full time 24 7 that it used to be, but you're still contributing in that manner. Yeah, she's still probably on call. And I'm sure they had it worked out that he paid the bills while she stayed at home and took care of the kids in the house so the kids previously, are gone. so... Kids are gone. She's pulling down some income from the sewing business. Now that's all of her play money. Like if her they're extra... not in such a like dire situation financially, what is the big deal with her keeping some of her money? Like, I, I don't Because her husband is asking for her to contribute to the household income to pay the bills. So to assume that they're doing great financially and he doesn't need it, I think would be... Well, then that could have been the case, too. She could have been blindsided. That's what when I listen to Sarah, I hear that this kind of came out of nowhere. Like now all of a sudden I got money and you want it. There was no conversation beforehand. I understand bitterness and anger over the fact that he wasn't being supportive of her sewing business until it turned a profit. But like that's a that's its own argument. Like yeah. that's its own. Like you can be bitter about that. That's something that they need to work out for sure. Like mm-hmm. he needs she needs an apology, I think. But aside from that, now we get down to 
who's making what and where's that money going? Well, like I said, if if they're not in such a dire situation that they need her extra income to pay the bills, I don't see what the big deal of her keeping her own money is. Again, like I said, why would he be asking <laughs> for money that he didn't need to contribute to the household? Well, maybe because he's tired of doing it. 404-741-0985. Johns Creek, David, good morning. Just because you didn't support it initially, not a good reason for it. Say, well, you can't have it. When he was working, I'm not sure what he does, but if instead he had decided, oh, I want to be a musician, and she was thinking, well, you know, that's not steady, I don't really support this, et cetera, et cetera. If he later made it as a musician and made money, I don't think she would agree to, well, you don't have to pay for it because pay for household expenses because I didn't support you early on, so you get to keep all your money. All right, David, appreciate it. You can join the conversation. Call or text 404-741-0985. We also have some open mics coming in. You can just leave us a message. Use the open mic on the B98.5 app. I just want to say the lady there, uh, she seems kind of selfish to me that she doesn't want to contribute anything to the household. I mean, would there be an option to, you know, make her money makes things better? Like instead of going out back, they go to Pampa's. Instead of going on a good oh. vacation, they go on a great vacation. 404-741-0985. You can call or text. Leave us a message using the open mic on the B98.5 app. Kara, I don't agree with you on this one. You said, why can't she keep some of her money? Sounds like she doesn't even want to give him any. How much of a mess can two people make in the house? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, a lot. <laughs> I I do think she should contribute a little bit, but I don't think all of that money should go to back into the house account. And I've been saying all along, money in a joint partnership, marriage, all the money goes into one pot, whatever anybody earns. And it also goes out of that same pot. It's just clean. Right. It's easy. Connie and Loganville. I know that. Sewing is a hobby, but it's also a very expensive hobby. If she was a stay-at-home mom, my only thought is, where did the money come from to pay for this expensive hobby? Her husband was obviously providing it. Mm. So, I mean, if you want to look at this hobby as a business now, look at the marriage as a business. If it's mine and yours, then he's an investor, and he invested in her business. Yeah, so really, if you narrow it down, he owns the business that she's working for. Well, if Sarah was smart, and I know uh, like a lot of stay-at-home parents are, because it could be a man or woman, um, those stay-at-home parents are very good at siphoning off money. Mm-hmm. Ah, we go to the grocery store. Let's do a cash back on the debit. Yeah. Oh, my wife has a secret account. 100% of the money I make is into the joint account. Right, right. The only person with their own separate, private, secret account is my wife. I, I think that's a common thing, Tad. Like... I don't think men understand that for a woman, especially a woman who's put her life on hold to raise children and to run a household, it's a security thing for us to have our own money. If anything were to happen, God forbid, her husband were to pass away or mm. then to get divorced or there'd be yeah. a situation where she has to leave and be on her own where she doesn't have any money because according to you, she hasn't been contributing to the household funds and it's his income. So she needs a little bit, even if it's just squirreled away to fall back on for a security for her. I don't think people understand that like that. That's a big security thing for a woman. So there's,
there's no life insurance policy. You guys, this is the thing. Well, is again, when you that's have, assumptions. Like, we don't know what they have in place there. But my point on this is the reason why she needs to have her slush fund, security fund thing, because of what if something happens to him, is because they haven't formed the partnership that I'm talking about. If you form a partnership that I'm talking about and 100% of everybody's money goes into the same place, you have the money for uh, insurance and for life insurance to make sure that everybody is taken care of, retirement, you have your will set up. Well, that's also if you're responsible enough to have all of that stuff done. There's a lot of people that are in great marriages that do have partnerships that don't have any of those things put into place. And then a woman needs a chance to be able to get out on her own and support herself. The reason they don't have all that stuff is because they spend so much time squibbling and squabbling about a sewing business and not time talking about family planning and treating the marriage like the business that it should be treated like. But Kara, if I'm hearing you correctly, it, it sounds like any stay-at-home parent, again, a man or a woman, are probably all always feeling the same thing, like, I'm not doing enough. Like, I'm not bringing in any money. Well, yes, I'm helping with kids and Yes, and you're doing a stuff. huge job, but there's no financial gain right, from that. You right. don't have any dollars in the bank for raising children for 20-plus years and keeping a household and keeping your husband yeah. together. Yeah, you do. You have all of the 100% of the money that your husband has been earning while you've been staying at home. Adriana Monroe. I think the husband should apologize, first of all, for not supporting her. And I also think that she should just take on one of their bills, which I think is fair. Uh, It's like a compromise um, and just pay for that one bill. So she pays for the one bill. The husband pays for all the other bills. Yeah, because he probably makes more money than she does. A lot of assumptions being made about who's making what. (laughs) From what I'm hearing, is that this sewing business is turning a profit, very successful. What happens if they agreed to this and she ends up making millions of dollars on the sewing thing and she's paying her one bill? Well, I mean, I'm sure if it gets to that point that she would contribute, but... I mean, at this point, if she's just making a little bit that's kind of her money, her fun money, let her have her fun money. I want fun money. It's not coming out of the household bills. So, so you want fun money, Ted? Go money. get a get side, a side hustle. hustle. Go get a side hustle. Then you can keep all that money for yourself. How many times do I need to tell you in order to have a side hustle, you need to have a hustle? Sarah does not have a side hustle. She has a job. Like if he, he does. gets another side hustle, should he add more money to? No, the- no, no, probably no. will have to because she's sucking all the money out <laughs> of the household. Assumptions, 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 <laughs> yeah. Dad. Well, if you guys are going to do it, then I'm going to do it. Just make up stories. <laughs> Keeping you up to date with everything happening in this crazy world. Hey, what? Tad, Drex, and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Sunshine upper 50s today, 70s by the weekend. It's 35 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? I'll get to who's being sued for stealing music again in just a second. But did you know apparently we're all treating our jeans the wrong way? We're only supposed to wash our jeans like once every couple of months. Yeah, I heard six months. months. It's crazy. This baffles me because I feel like after a few wears, like the jeans start to get a little baggy and kind of need some hot water and the dryer to kind of push them back right in the good spot. You might want to for the shaping. That's one thing. But in terms of everything else, it's like you're wearing underwear, hopefully. So why not? That thin layer protection isn't enough. 
It, the well, damage is getting done. Not just on the knees. inside, but on the outside. Like, you know, you're walking through places that yeah. you don't know where people have been or what's been going on. You think your knees and, and your thighs are that dirty that you need to, like, what are you no, doing? No, I'm saying the underwear is not protecting the jeans. <laughs> trust me. Some people are sweaty beast monsters, <laughs> yeah. like my husband. Yeah. Now, Levi Strauss CEO Chip Burr says, instead, we should be spot treating our denim and never putting them in the washing machine. So if we're not putting them in the washing machine, how the heck are we supposed to wash these things? If they get really gross, you know, if, it, if I've been out sweating or something and they get really gross, I'll wash them in the shower. I'll just hop in the shower and soak myself what? down. Hop into the shower okay. and rinse, your, you know, wash yourself down. So go into the shower fully dressed in your jeans, wash your body and your jeans, and then you have to hang them to dry. They're not even supposed to go in the dryer ever. This is the owner of Levi Strauss yes. saying this? Yes. All right. How many billions of dollars does that guy have to I know, be right? that like, out of touch? You can just throw the jeans out and throw yeah. on a new pair. Or it's if you do go in the shower, it's going to destroy them. Then you have to buy more jeans. <laughs> or the marketing department of Levi's is like, we need to get in the news. Can we you say something, something crazy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, you guys know that this is not my favorite person on the planet. But self-proclaimed queen of Christmas Mariah Carey is being sued again for her biggest claim to fame, All I Want for Christmas is You. So Andy Stone says he co-wrote and recorded a song called All I Want for Christmas is You back in 1989, five years before Mariah put out her mm. version, and now he's suing her for copyright infringement. His version had vocals done by Lisa Burgess Stewart and was actually performed by Vince Vance and the Valance. Now, he wants 20 million bucks for this. Let's see what you think. Here's Mariah's version. Everybody knows. Okay, and here's Vince Vance in the Valiance version. I wrote a letter to Santa Claus, cause all I want for Christmas is here. So I have nothing against Mariah Carey, and I love Vince Vance and the Valiance, and they are two very different songs who share the same name, and that's it. I agree. That's where so the similarities in you, you that's know very big I of you, Kara. Mariah Carey, wow. but I do not think the two songs are similar enough that she needs to come off $20 million. Also, both songs have been out forever. forever. Like You ran out of money, Vince Vance yeah. and the Valiance. Like, nah. what the heck? You sue for 20 and you get two. It's still a dub. No, you sue for 20 and you look like a fool. Exactly. <laughs> With your pants on the ground. <laughs> you goofed. And now you need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara are going to help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Hank, you're coming on the show to get forgiveness from your wife, who just yes. what you say in your email that she just recently quit her job. Yes, she just quit and... I'm making it a whole lot of worse. You're making it a whole lot worse? Yes. And how did you yes, do that? You know, in a typical guy fashion, I'm trying to fix her problems. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. Did she ask you to fix those problems, Hank? No, she didn't. But when she first <laughs> quit, she was so bummed out, and she really wouldn't get out of bed. And I thought she needed something to do. So I started leaving the do list. Around when I went out to work, smart. Oh, so uh -uh. before you would leave for work, you're like, I know what I'll, I know yeah. what can cheer, cheer Teresa up. I'll force her to do tasks yeah, that give her a honey do list. Of things yeah. I would like done. <laughs> okay. Well, no, just make her feel useful and productive. Okay, so you make her feel productive. So your head was in the right spot, but it obviously wasn't what Teresa was looking for. But that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling 
because of the big fight we had. I called our old boss to ask if she could have her job back. You called what? your wife's boss, former boss yeah. now, to say, hey, would you mm-hmm. hire her back? Yes, I did. At the job she just quit? Yes. Did Correct. she ask did... you to do that, Hank? <laughs> no, she did not. Oh, did the boss give her her job back? Mm-mm. Uh, <laughs> we said no? <laughs> okay, and and does Teresa know that you called him? She does. Um, matter of fact, as soon as she found out, she packed her bag and went to her sister's house and sent me a long text saying, stop trying to fix her problems and that I should just be there for her. Um, yep. Which I thought I was doing. I want to <laughs> read this meme that somebody posted on our Facebook page the other day. It mm-hmm. said, some years back, my wife and I got into the habit of asking each other, do you want comfort or solutions when the other person's having a bad time? And it says here that one sentence can save us from an argument nine out of ten times. <laughs> do you want comfort or solutions? Because guys always assume yeah. You want solutions because mm-hmm. we want solutions. Women don't want solutions. No. Not well, always. Hank, it would have been nice if you'd gotten that meme a couple days ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not really a meme guy. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a meme that's guy. A, that's well, like it could be a bot. That's how you got a into bot. this trouble. <laughs> We're going to reach out to your wife. You said she's at her sister's house right now and is not yeah. talking to you, but the last you heard from her, she said, quote, stop trying to fix my problems oh, and just be there when I need you. Well, not actually heard from her. Last I read from her. Uh, it was right, 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 yeah. Uh, semantics, Hank. Give us a couple of minutes. We're going to try to get Teresa on the phone, okay? Okay, sounds good. You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Hank, are you nervous? That's an understatement. I mean, <laughs> this is my marriage on the line. Yeah. Yeah, we're about to call Hank's wife, Teresa, right now. She was down in the dumps after she quit her job. So Hank thought it was a good idea since she was so sad that he should go talk to her old boss and ask for her job back. Mm. And that didn't go over well, did it there, Hank? It did not. Well, Teresa's not going to know you're on the line as soon as she picks up. Hello. Hi, good morning. Is this Teresa? This is she. This is Tad Drex and Kara from B98.5. Are you okay? I'm doing okay. Sounds like it's been uh, like an emotional couple of weeks for you. Look, if you guys are calling to give me advice, I I don't want to hear it. what got me into the mess I'm in. What mess is that? Quitting my job. So did somebody advise you to quit your job? Yeah, my husband. Your husband told you to quit your job? Yeah. Um, Teresa, your husband, Hank, is actually on the other line with us. He wanted our help asking your forgiveness because he tried to fix the job loss situation you're in. A situation he put me in. You didn't have to listen to me. You never do an, uh, anything else. But, I'm Hank, saying if it was me, I would have quit. I didn't know. Hold, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on. A second. <laughs> you told your wife to quit her job. I did, but I didn't think she'll listen to me. She just said, "What would what? you do?" What? You, you said, "What I would you do if you were me?" What was the last time I gave you advice and you actually listened? Let's start there. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. I gotta try to understand this. So, Hank, you told your wife to quit her job because you think that she wouldn't listen to you, but she actually did. Every day, she'll come home and complain about her boss, her commute, her clients. What else was I supposed to do? Baby just need to listen to me and mm. support me. Mm-hmm. You said, what would you do? 
So I gave you advice. There, there was support. Was oh, my God. That's don't what... me because you don't know how to properly use told... advice. <laughs> oh, jeez. But then you told me. And then, oh, oh, even better. You went behind my back. Fantastic. Yeah. And you, you asked my boss for my old job back? I am, like, humiliated now. And properly. You me, like, these, like, post-its around the house for me to do things as if I'm, like in a special camp for five-year-olds. She wouldn't get out the bed, and she wasn't being productive yeah. with her day. Well, well, the way to turn someone's sour mood and attitude is definitely to leave them post-it notes of what they should be doing throughout the day, Hank. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, here we go. Down with the patriarchy. Oh, oh, I get what oh, you guys wow. are doing. Hey, Teresa, just I get for, what you guys are doing for, now. Teresa, for me and all men listening, what should be the proper response if a woman says, I don't know what to do? flower shop and you get flowers that's the appropriate response to what would you do if you ask so what Hank, are you, guys, if are I you ask, writing all this down <laughs> yeah right? i think it's no, time to stop asking if, questions no. <laughs> if i asked you what would you do would you go buy flowers or would you tell me what would you do i wouldn't buy you flowers we're talking about me here hank called you'll be surprised by this because he wanted forgiveness Teresa, do you forgive Hank? Wait, 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 wait. I think I'm going to have to take the same position as her boss. I'm good. Oh, you don't need oh. forgiveness? No. No, I wow. need a translator. Hank, you <laughs> wanted to make this better, and now, what, Teresa, are you going to go back? I'm married to a man who thinks it's better to write post-it notes that say, maybe you should clean the toilet today. I didn't write maybe. I just put clean the oh, toilet yeah. today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think this call's done. On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. The only reason he was talking to his wife like that is because she is at her sister's house right now. I promise you that. <laughs> Coming up tomorrow, Andrea needs forgiveness from her fiance, Mike, because she should never have said yes in the first place. Ooh. How romantic. <laughs> we'll talk to her, help her out, forgive and forget tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. Thanks for listening to the Tad, Drex, and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.